we're live. We are. How about that? Very nice. Very nice indeed. For the Very last nice. time in 2022, we are live. <laughs> Say that again. The last time in 2022. Doesn't hardly really seem real, does it? <laughs> it, it a little over six months ago, when about seven months, I guess, when we started doing this. It doesn't seem real at all. And... You know, we, we, we've kind of gotten away from talking numbers and, and downloads and all that because, you know, nobody cares but us. Um, but in six months, a little, I, think we, I think we started in May, so maybe seven months. Um, over 25 countries, almost every state in the union. Yep. And... We've actually developed followings in the UK. Thank you, Great Britain. We appreciate you. Canada. Thank you, Canada. Um, that listen to us every week. Um, California, New York, some of your bastions, but very liberal. The California, of the New York probably surprises me um, more than anything. Peru, Ecuador. Okay, fine. Hong Kong, Australia. But California, New York? What the <laughs> hell happened? <laughs> I, uh, it just, we're going to talk a lot about New Year's today, obviously. Um, it's the theme of the, it is show. kind of the theme of the show today. Um, but from a perspective of coming from behind, man, what a year. I mean, in May when we started this and we were struggling and we were working through it and trying to figure it all out, did you have any idea that we could do no. what we've done? No. I mean, um, still really blows me away. <laughs> Not only that, uh, hopefully starting next year, we're going to have a first corporate sponsor. You know, we're going to, within a couple of weeks into the first year, move into our very own studio. Yep. Um, hey, Double. Double's joined us. Been Talking here since double. the beginning. We were just talking about you. Uh, and... It's uh, it's actually just blows me away. I just I just can't totally agree. I can't. And we got new exciting things coming up this year, you know. Uh, so <laughs> just I am stoked. Stoked. Absolutely agree. So with all of it. Anywho, uh, tell us, tell us, Jerry, uh, how to reach us if you want to reach out. Well, our email is newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. We also have the text line, which is area code 540-709-1318. Yeah. Now, this week we do not have a wine no. uh, to to. Giving our livers a break. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, oh, we, always, we always have dinner before the show. Today we had uh, fajitas. Jerry got fajitas. Um, and in my opinion, nothing beats fajitas than goes with fajitas more than a good ice cold beer. So having a bush light today with <laughs> with the, the fajitas in the show. Should have uh, went Mexican beer. I actually looked at some Modella because I've never had it, and I was like, mm, I should try that because they have some really cool commercials. Not the commercials. Very strong beer. I don't think you'd like it. Probably not. I like the second in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. You like it? I like I like the bush. bush. Yep. <laughs> what was the guy's name that did the ads for them for so many years? Oh, I have no idea. 
No idea. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, you should. So, how was your week, Jerry? It was very good. Christmas and everything that was going on? Yeah, mine was much easier easier and smoother than yours. Oh, man, mine's been a nightmare this week. Since your heat was out. Yeah, horrible time for that. <laughs> yeah, on Thursday, it was the day right after our last podcast. So Thursday... I come home from work and it's awfully warm in the house, or awfully cold in the house. I keep my house like an ice box anyway, but this was even cold for me. I uh, checked the thermostat when I got home from work. It was 38 degrees in my house, and I was like, oh, there's a problem. So first thing you do is check to me. I have gas heat, so I was like, oh, did I pay the gas bill? <laughs> yes, I paid the gas bill. Do I need to relight the, the pilot? Uh, do I need to relight a pilot light? Went under, in my heating unit, my furnace is under the house. So I had to crawl yep. in the crawl space all the way up there. Dirty, nasty, cobwebs everywhere. Just to figure out it was too new. It doesn't have a pilot light. It's all mechanical. Yep. So I called my guy and he came, he came right over to his, you know, he said he was going to be several weeks. He actually got there the next day. Uh, he said, I can't leave you out here in the cold like that. And, uh, then it ended up being a part that he had to order. He ordered that part. wasn't that part. It ended up being the control board. It's not here yet. But now in Kentucky, it's all, it was almost 60 degrees today after being negative 8 on Saturday. Welcome to this difference. Um, in fact, I got the ladies out today and took them for a ride around the block. Woo-hoo! Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's been a been a miserable miserable uh, week this week. Also, Raccoon hasn't joined us yet. But uh, uh, Raccoon, if you listen to this later, I do apologize. I was supposed to call you, but with the furnace being out, my work schedule, I just did not have time. I will call you this week, um, and we'll get something set up for you, bud, um, and try to get you on on the show. So I do apologize. Um, it was not intentional. I, 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 I'm sorry. Anywho, so tell me something. the guy's name yet, but have you heard of the new Bush beer flavor? Uh, no. Bush Light Apple? Ugh. It is the first time it says that the beer company has tested a new flavor in its 65-year history. Really? Bush Light Apple. That's weird. It, why does people think that that's uh why do they mess with a good thing if you well, don't they're greedy i get plain and simple i guess that they look at their market and they're like that's not enough we want to expand and we want to grow our market share what are other companies doing what are other companies offering that we don't have so for them they started looking at you know some of the the different flavors and, and uh decided to go with apple and What's the name of the one? Mike's Hard Seltzer. You know, yeah. if the apple is successful, you'll probably start seeing more flavors from. Books I don't like, like any of the seltzers. They really? taste like really bad. I agree. I'm not a seltzer person. I'm not either. Not a big fan of that. It tastes like something I should wash my mouth out and spit out. Yep. <laughs> I like either a good beer, a normal beer, or you know, a beverage, an actual adult beverage. Um, 
But, you know, that's just what it is. Uh, anyway, I'll research the guy that I'm thinking of. Hoyt Axton. That's his name. Does that ring a bell? Nope. I'm talking proud maybe before you were born. Well, well, that was like 29 years ago, Jerry. So, yeah. Really famous, very distinctive voice. And he did uh, he did a lot of ads for them way back when. Huh. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Crazy tangents. I don't know why. I don't know either. Um, but I do know we've had some folks that listen to our show all the time that have had really bad weeks. And have told me that what you said last week has helped get them through. So kudos to you. What did I say last week? Uh, it was, you said, this too shall pass. Um, so I'm glad it helped someone. Yeah, we, 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 we out there, we thinking about you. Um, rough weeks for all, especially when people are sick and can't come to work and stuff. So we get that. Absolutely. How was your week, by the way? Uh, well, <laughs> um, other than the cold, it, it was okay. I, I got a new listing coming up. We're going to do that next week. I'm going out of town for the weekend. I think we're leaving Thursday or Friday. I'm going to Tennessee for the weekend. Um, kind of been kind of slow intentionally on real estate this week. Uh, just kind of taking a break, recouping, uh, this week. And I don't know if it's just me or if a lot of people feel this way, but for a lot of folks, this week doesn't actually exist. The week between yeah. Christmas and New Year's, it, it's just a, what do you do, you know? Um, very, so, very common week for vacations. A lot of people are out of the office. <laughs> right. So um, that being said, I just really haven't done a lot real estate-wise and, uh, you know, doing the bus thing still because those folks still need us to do that. But um Really just kind of chilling this week, recouping and getting ready for the new year. So in that respect, it's been pretty good, I guess. You know. Um, well, you deserved it. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You're so sweet. What have you got for us for a recipe this week? Well, for a recipe this week, I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I assume you would do this? <laughs> I told you, I, I, my mind's been all over the place this week, and I apologize for that. All right, we, we'll add a little bit. You have to, let's say you found out tomorrow that your wife entered you into a cooking contest. Okay. And you're going tomorrow evening to make one recipe. Ooh. What is it? Tomorrow evening, any ingredients. You have no idea what the people like. There's no restrictions. It can be anything. What is it you make? Well, we covered the Alfredo salsa. Won't yep. be that. Um, probably. Which you never want to make that in a cooking competition. It's so good. Been made by so many people. Yeah. But it's so good even when it's done badly. Yeah, How do you stand yeah. out with it? So that being said, this is a little bit longer, but it's my go-to recipe. Okay. And anyone who actually writes this down, I'll probably show up at your house in the middle of the night, break in, steal it so you don't get it. So... Uh, I'll give you my Family recipe. Secret, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna give you my recipe for red beans and rice. There you go. That's my that's my go to meal. Uh, when people come to the house, Queen yeah. of England came over a few months sure. ago. She sure. called me up. She's like, Steve, can you come to Washington and bring some of that red beans and rice? I was like, Sorry, Queen. Yeah, luck. You know, 
Anywho, um, red beans and rice. You start with a pound of bacon. Uh, it calls for uh, like ham hocks. Uh, bones, gross. No, not happening. Pound of bacon on the bottom. One full onion chopped and quartered. You know, very small, minced. May I interrupt for one second? You sure. do understand that. The recipe, when it calls for hammocks, it doesn't want you to actually eat the hammocks. You leave them in there while it's cooking. It gives its flavor. You take the hammocks out. Yeah, you spelled bay leaf wrong. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Thought I'd Should have known better. I stand correct. Thank you. Uh, pound of bacon. On, we're doing this in a crock pot, okay? So it's okay. super easy. Pound of bacon on the bottom. Uh, full... Large, white, or yellow onion, whichever is the strongest. Smell them in the store. Sometimes in Kentucky, and I, I don't know if this is nationwide, sometimes the white ones are stronger and smell more like Usually onions. White. Sometimes it's a yellow. Whichever one of those you smell and smell stronger, you want to use that one. Biggest one you can find, mince it, throw it on top of the bacon directly. I use only, because I don't like the texture, it calls for a whole bell pepper. Same way. I use a half a bell pepper. That way I pick it out easier. And I make the pieces bigger. <laughs> so not quite as fine as the onion. Bigger pieces right on top of the onion. You get a two cans of tomato paste put on top of that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> one can of tomato juice. That's what you do. Okay. On top of that, you have to put in Creole seasoning, some red sauce. I use the sriracha sauce. Um, you also put in, and I use Uncle Tom's, uh, uh, not Uncle Tom's. Uh, what is this stuff? Obey for the Creole okay. seasoning. Uh, Obey is not Creole. Not not Obey. Gosh, this is terrible. Tony Tatry. Thank you, Tony okay. Satchery, <laughs> for the salt for the for the seasoning. On top of that, on the separate pan, I put that in with a bay leaf. You put that over and start cooking. That's going to cook for six hours, okay? While that's being done, you take two pounds of smoked sausage, skinless, I prefer. Fry that up, cut it into quarters. That's going to go in there as well. And then you're going to, when it gets closer, about 30 minutes away, you're going to cook a pan, uh, uh, two cups of rice. Just minute rice, cook it up, fluff it up real good, about 30 minutes away, throw that in there. Got to eat it with French baguettes, though. There's no other way. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I will Woo! say this. That was a long recipe. You uh, could make I, it better if you would go away from your minute rice. Minute rice sucks compared to jasmine rice, any of the good rice. Uh -huh. There's as big a difference in that to me. As there was in the Mail jarred paper. sauce that you used to use, and the Alfredo that you now home make. Uh huh. <coughs> Seriously, try it one time. It's not that big of a deal to me because you've never had the good stuff. You don't know the difference. <laughs> I have. If I've had the good stuff in New Orleans. If you don't remember, you said the exact same thing about your jarred sauces until you one time made it. Oh, we got gosh. a second. Yeah, go ahead. You like your Bush beer. You've already plugged it. I mentioned Hoyt Axton. Let's listen to a little bit of his commercial. Oh, absolutely. It's only a 30-second commercial. It's from 1982. Yeah, that's way before <laughs> I was born. The sun fades away. 
And the shadows say, slow down. Time to put aside the long days rare and pass the good time. This is boring as crap. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There he is. All right, nothing. Yeah, that was terrible. Next. <laughs> Didn't come through. <laughs> Guy's got an awesome voice or had. He's probably passed away by now, I would guess. But, uh, yeah. Can't believe that name come, in, come to me out of the blue. Anyway, we now got the uh, uh, recipe covered. See, I, I don't even know. I, it's obvious I need to start reminding you when it's your week to do it. Uh, what do you want? Days notice? Two days notice? Three days? Well, a couple anyway. <laughs> I'm afraid that won't work. I'm afraid by then you will have forgot it. No, we're good. <laughs> Jerry? You mentioned. No, go ahead. Double says, Jerry, what the hell? <laughs> she doesn't like hard accident. Oh, What's your problem with Hordax? <laughs> I don't. Even, I have no clue how old she is. For those that are not old enough, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going. What the hell? Hordax had an extremely distinctive voice, and when you started talking about Bush beer, it's all I could think of was what was that guy's name? Question for you. Yeah. Why do dinosaurs not make good pets? Why? They're all dead. I can't believe you need to ask. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I walked right into that one, too. A little Just, bit. Whoo, right into it. Well, you know, we had Christmas the other day, right? We did? Oh, yeah. okay. You're right. My mom had uh, forbidden me from making any more breakfast puns. Breakfast she says, puns? if I do, I'm toast. Oh, oh. My dad keeps egging me on, though. He's such a ham. <laughs> yeah, you weren't satisfied to leave it where it started. No, it just had to continue. <laughs> just like the Energizer Bunny just kept going yeah, and going. I've been compared to that a few times. Yeah. That's what they say. They? That's not the they's I've talked to. Well, they, the people that you've talked to, has been quite wrong. Really? Yes, I've decided. I've got another one for you. Oh, no. This is kind of sad. Oh. Did you hear Barbie and Ken are getting a divorce? Really? Yeah. Why is that? Sad. Well, apparently Ken comes in a different box. Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> well, she wanted them to be closer. Same box, you know? uh, Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Those things happen. People grow apart in marriages, Steve. No, really? <laughs> that happens. Sad to say. I got one more for you. Oh, no. I'm scared at this point. Where can you find a no-leg dog? Where? Right where you left him. <laughs> Jeez. Where do you expect him to go? Why? Why? Oh, my goodness. Three for the price of one. You're making my head hurt. Wondering about how you can catch up. I think that's a something you just need to give up on. No, I'm not trying to catch up. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Good. No, no, no. 
Jeez. Oh, I'm sitting here just trying to do a good show and entertain our people. And you, you popping off with some. Water. Whoo. My memory sucks. I'm going to have to remember to go through and highlight all these that I've used. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be back here next week telling the same one. Oh, I'll, 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 I hope that you do. I'm surprised. I probably have by now, I'm sure. I really can't remember small details like that. Not for the life of me. <laughs> can't remember it. So our topic this week, New Year's. We're going to go into it a little bit of traditions. Yeah. Um, talk about a few of the different New Year's traditions, maybe for some of them where they come from. And uh, the biggest part of the show will be about probably the biggest tradition there is, and that's New Year's resolutions. Other than resolutions, I would say probably the most famous tradition is the uh, the Times Square ball drop. Any idea how long that's been going on? Have you ever read it? Not something that either of us are near old enough to remember, but have you ever read? No, I have not. Got started in 1907, 115 years. How did they drop a ball that well, many they, years ago? Um, it's changed. The size and all that has changed dramatically over the years. By the way, it's every year consecutively since 1907, except for two years. In 1942 and 1943, in observance of wartime blackouts, they didn't have it. But in every other year, uh, there's been a ball to drop. And it started as a way to promote the status of the building as the new headquarters for the New York Times. When they moved into it, I think it was in 1904, 1905, and they started looking for ways to advertise themselves, the building, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I wonder when they decided that, I wonder who decided that that building was enough of a tourist drive that they wanted to bring attention to the building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. No idea. I mean, I guess when you build something that big, it's going to inherently draw folk. People go all the way to United Arab, United Arab Emirates to see uh, the the world's tallest building over there. So I guess that makes sense. Right. Just randomly out <laughs> thinking about myself. Sorry. Another tradition, I'm sure you've either done this or would probably standing in line to do it, the polar bear plunge. You know, when you oh, no. go down to your swimsuit in the middle of winter and jump into originally it started in Canada and they were literally chopping holes into frozen lakes, jumping <sighs> into frozen uh, water that you was call almost it? frozen. The polar bear plunge. Yeah, no, you you, you spelled crazy wrong. Hey, I agree. <laughs> I agree. You know, if you're totally healthy, uh, you there's nothing wrong with you, you're probably going to be able to survive it. You'll feel bad for a day or two. Dude, if you've got any problems, th this crap could kill you, literally. Just, you know, jumping in water that cold. Yeah. The, the Midnight Kiss. You ever wondered where that tradition came from? Uh, no. But I am proud to say that uh, I've never had to, to, to be close enough to you for you to try to kiss me on New Year's Eve. Let me fix that for you. You're never lucky enough. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Glad I was able to fix that. For Thanks, you. I appreciate it. Anyway, some historians believe that it traces back to ancient Rome's—I'm sure I'll massacre this word 
Saturnalia celebration, which was a raucous good time full of dancing, alcohol, and kissing galore that would take place during the festival. And it was believed that starting the year with a kiss would improve your endeavors in love. So that's where they think that the midnight kiss tradition, as it the clock turns to midnight and the new year is started, comes from. Here's one that you and I would probably... Mochi joined us, by the way. Hello, Mochi. Hello, Mochi. Here's one you and I would probably identify with more. The New Year's Toast. Oh, yeah. Alcohol. There you go. couple of quotes. First one from Winston Churchill. Sir Winston Churchill once said, I've taken more out of alcohol than alcohol has taken out of me. <laughs> I like that. As long as we're sticking with famous historic celebrities, Homer Will or Homer Simpson had to say, here's to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> I like it. That's pretty good. One more before we get into resolutions. Eating Hopping John, or as many people have shortened it to just Black Eyed Peas, which is the primary ingredient in Hopping John. Uh I'm pretty. Oh, I didn't mean. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know where I, that came from. The tradition I didn't read. I just have one question. What the hell? <laughs> Why couldn't we, for the first food of the new year, something that hopefully would bring you good luck and prosperity for the upcoming year? We couldn't come up with something better than friggin' black-eyed peas. I'll eat about anything. I'll even eat black-eyed peas. I do not like them. They have this earthy, grainy flavor taste that's just not great. I can eat it, but my point is if we want to come up with one food, why couldn't it have been beer, champagne, steak, something, something good? Pepperoni pizza. Anything but Hoppin' John. Why would you say, why would you have that look when I say pepperoni pizza? No, I like pepperoni pizza. Okay. I do. Okay. One of my favorites. If I had to pick one topping for a pizza, it's definitely going to be pepperoni. Okay, good. I'm glad. Resolutions. By the way, they think that the origin of resolutions, New Year resolutions, goes back some 4,000 years to the Babylonians, who reportedly made promises to their gods in hopes that they would earn good favor in the coming year. That's hard to believe, huh? Yes. 4,000 years this has been going on, they think. Another quote from for you about New Year's resolutions. This one comes from F.M. Knowles. Never heard of him. He's a painter. But he said, he who breaks a resolution is a weakling, and he who makes one is a fool. Probably because they say that only approximately 20% of resolutions are fulfilled. Most people just fall short. They That's why we keep making the same resolutions over and over again, right? You were very fortunate. You said last week, I think, that you were able to quit smoking with the New Year's resolution being the impetus, right? Absolutely. And frankly, I, I you know, I, I kind of get what they're saying because I usually make at least two New Year's resolutions every year. Um, at the end of the show today, I'm going to tell you what mine is for this year. Very nice. Um, and I work really hard. You know, you have, we were talking about uh, uh, your son-in-law and how he used to be a gym rat. 
and how the gyms are full in January. He, he hated January because he said the gyms are so full of people with their resolutions, you yeah. couldn't walk. Yeah. And then, By February, man, it's still a little crowded. Into March, man, we're back to normal. It's yep. just the same crowd you've seen for the last five years. Yep. And uh, so, uh, but I think that if you use every day, first of all, I believe every day is a new day. You have the right every day when you wake up. If you're blessed to wake up, you have a chance to make that day your day. You know, by changing whatever, doing whatever, helping whoever, whatever the case may be, you have a you make the choice if that's going to be a positive day or a negative day. Uh, a lot of stuff's going to happen to you. The old saying is, "Life is ten percent what happens to us, ninety percent how we respond to it." Yep. So every single day is that day. However, we get an opportunity once every year to set some real goals, like big goals. And, you know, some of those goals are five-year goals. Some of those are one-year goals. And, and for the New Year's resolution, that's a great place to put a one-year goal. It has a defined time. By this time next year, which is going to be the same time, I'm going to have this goal accomplished or at least well on my way to doing it. Um, and I just feel like that's a huge opportunity. You know, it's better than, say, the 13th of June. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. So um, I, I just feel like that that's a, a great opportunity. So when you say I quit smoking because of that, that was my New Year's resolution for like four years until I quit smoking. But it did happen because of, re of a resolution. So why do you think so many fail? Um, because cigarettes are very addictive. No, no, no. Why do you think so <laughs> many resolutions fail? We said earlier well, that they estimate more than 80% fail. I, I think studies have shown you have to do something consistently every day for 21 days for it to become a habit. Um, I think the first two weeks are probably very strong. And then it becomes, well, I'll do that tomorrow because I don't have time today. So then it starts to lag out. And then we don't allow ourselves enough time to do whatever it is that we want to change. We don't allow ourselves enough time to to make it a habit. And by February, February is over the 21 day threshold. So people are done. You may have one or two that are still in the gym. Like he said, it's still increased traffic, but not quite. Mm. And then by March, it's back to normal. So, <laughs> uh, and that's one example, but you know, it takes, they have, it's proven. It requires the human brain requires 21 days of muscle memory to make something happen. Good, bad, or ugly. I think that's certainly a part of it, a big part of it. I think there's several reasons to it. Do you remember in business meetings the, the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T? Uh, any goal or objective? S-specific. It needs to be a specific goal. And that's one yeah. thing that we mess up on a lot. A lot of people, we have a tendency to make very vague resolutions, like I'm going to eat healthier. Right. I'm, as opposed I'm to, I'm not going to eat bacon. Exactly. How in the heck do you friggin' even begin, and the next letter, M, is measurable. How do you even begin to measure something that is so vague as I'm going to eat healthier? So, yeah, it needs to be the, the acronym for SMART. Specific, measurable, achievable, 
relevant and time bound. Now the time bound is kind of built in. As you said, there's a built in time constraint for New Year's resolutions of one year. If I'm having to make the same resolution next January or next <laughs> December 31st, I wasn't successful with it last year. Right. But yeah, I think we need to put more thought into it. And again, if we made specific, measurable, achievable, relevant goals, it would be easier to stick with. Not to mention the fact that habits are hard to break, you know, especially bad habits that we're trying to get out of. Like we mentioned, some of the most popular New Year's resolutions excuse me, resolutions are lose weight, eat healthier, uh, things like that. And none of those things without a very specific, <laughs> very measurable plan are going to work. There does not. Most there people not. will go into it, uh, the lose weight thing. Well, I'm going to the gym every day. It's a proven fact. You can't outwork your diet. starts with what you eat. Yep. So if you're going to lose weight, you have to have a very specific plan. That's why these the places like Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and all those, they have very specific plans for your specific body type. And that's why they're, as long as you follow what they're saying, work. they'll work. It's when yep. you start going into places, and I'm raising my hand here for folks, like Fava's in Georgetown, which has the best butterscotch pie I've ever put in my mouth. I love butterscotch. Oh, my gosh. And you, you say, yes, I'll have uh, uh, two slices of butterscotch pie, please. And and you walk out the door. For me, that's the way it is because I, I can do great for a week, but then I'll be like, oh, butterscotch pie. <laughs> and I'm right back into that, that scenario. And we tend to be very hard on ourselves. When oh, we yeah. have that one piece of butterscotch pie, we have a choice afterwards of saying, okay, I decided to break my diet today. But what we tend to do more often is, I screw it, I'm destined to fail, I'm back eating the sweet stuff that I swore is going to give up. Well, yeah. you don't need to give it up. And Have it less often. And to make yourself feel better after you've berated yourself, guess what you do? You have another slice of pie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm raising my hand again for that for the folks at home. <laughs> is it is. Very easy to do. Jerry, I had, and I have been looking since I got on here because I forgot to save my my work here. Um, I, uh, never mind, there it is right there. I'll be darned. Never mind. <laughs> what are we even talking about? Well, I wanted to start the year off with some positive news, some okay. positive things that have gotcha. happened throughout the year. You know, we're talking about the new year and some of the, uh, some of the awesome traditions. Um, <laughs> oh, this is not the one I thought it was. <laughs> Never mind. This is crap. <laughs> that is not the one I thought it was for the website I thought it was. For those who don't know what's going on, I can't see his screen, but I'm pretty sure instead of his list of positive news or whatever it was he was wanting to pull up he pulled up his list of kinkiness fetishes <laughs> judging the looks on his face i'm pretty sure that's the no no i'm pretty yeah you know that's, what that's the you, list you, you, you can you, be honest i will do okay. you, do you want to know what else makes me have that same look which is really terrible apparently <laughs> what's that when the whole list is about climate change crap <laughs> yeah that would certainly give Steve that incredulous, what the hell is going on with Right? <laughs> that oh, it mercy. Good well, gravy. I was getting ready to say 
uh, please clue us in. But uh, you need me to do some more talking while you search some more? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. So, what what is what is what are some things that you do? You do new news resolutions? No, really. No, I've never had one in my life that I can say was successful that amounted to squat. So, do I do them? There's a the one at the top of my list. I'm going to try to do better. Uh, the, the first New Year's resolution that I've got, I try to stay away from the most common ones. Again, you know, the eat healthier and exercise more and lose weight and get out of debt. The, the, those are far and away the most common. I try to stay away from those a little bit. The first one I've got is simple. Let the people you, that you love know how much you care. And that's one I think that most of us do a really bad job of. It's not something new. Uh, this has been going on for forever, probably, as long as there's been people. But we don't do a good job often of telling people that we care about that we care about them, that they're important to us. And, and uh, yeah, too many times you hear at funeral homes, people talking about how much someone meant to them. Well, that's few days late yeah usually a few days and, late you know the other thing you always hear at funeral homes and this is actually i'll just go ahead this is going to be one of my resolutions this year you always hear at a funeral home well the only time we all ever get together now is when somebody dies weddings and funerals that's about it, I, it you know that's just that's that's laziness and sad and time you know it's sad. It's it's just a matter. And, you know, first of all, I love cooking for a lot of people. But there's always people that make the, well, it's too far to drive. Or, well, I'll catch it next time. Or, well, I don't like that other person. Really? Yep. Holding grudges is a big part of My family is the absolute worst with holding grudges. Yep. Now, it, holding grudges will make you age quickly. Sure. You know what I'm saying? People Absolutely. think that's funny, but that just wears on you. And my family's Absolutely. the worst about that. I love my family. All of them. Dad's side, mom's side. But you talk about people just just can't let things go. And it's usually dumb stuff. Small stuff. You know, we, we only go around once, once on this old rock. I, I just don't get that. Yep. Um, now, I won't be a part of any drama. I'll just walk away. It's not a grudge. You want to you want to have a big bunch of drama, and you want to get me involved in that? No, thank you. I'm out. But it doesn't mean I don't like you, and I ain't gonna talk to you. It just means I'm not gonna hang out and like to hang out with you, right? Yep. So, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get off on that. No, that's usually how things go on this show. <laughs> Very easy with us. So What's on your top of your list. Well, for me personally, it and. I think you're coming around <laughs> um, for this next year. I really can't wait. And I'm so super stoked for helping our show grow. You know, we have, um, we have the new studio coming. We have uh, so many positive things going on right now, positive growth. And we're all over the world and people are hearing two old boys from Kentucky's opinions on a bunch of stuff. Um, which and, makes me go, what the hell? Right. And, and one of my, you know, I love what we do here. 
I know it doesn't seem like it sometimes. Like today, I forgot the freaking recipe. Um, but life happens sometimes. That you know what I mean? And, and we do this because we enjoy it. We 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 really enjoy the the research. We enjoy the 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 event that is every Wednesday for us. I think yep. you know the dinner and before and uh, the the. The what's it called? The hashing out after what we could do better and how do we yep. do this better? Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, don't tell everybody, but I kind of enjoy Jerry too. But well, I thought that was a given. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would. I mean, there's a reason you have a poster of me hanging in your bedroom. <sighs> well, I like to practice darts even in the dark, okay? Um, nice. Um, but you know, this is one of my big ones for this year. I, I want to see, you know, in May, we're going to be either renewing or moving our podcast to a different, uh, distributor. Yep. Um, but either way, I just can't wait to see how far we can take this this year. You know, now that we're fully engaged, we kind of figured out what we're going to do. We got some great new equipment coming. I just feel like this could be a big year for us. So I'm really excited about that. Totally agree. What about you? Next one on my list is give back. It doesn't, it, it certainly can be money. It can be a cash donation. We have both plugged a couple of different charities that we uh, liked in the past, but it doesn't have to be money. It One of the biggest needs is not money. One of the biggest needs is time. And I don't care if it's your local church and, and animal shelter a food pantry, a hospital, a uh, senior living center. There are just so many places that can certainly use your help. And it's great to be giving back. But you know what? There's nothing that I've found in the world that will make you feel better than doing some of these things and then helping other people. Um it's a great way to feel better about your life, your situation, your problems. Yeah, you want to make your problems seem small? Go find out about some of the other problems that so many people in this world have. Real quickly, you'll be thankful that you have the small problems that you do that before this you might have thought was so huge. I I uh, I go back to thinking when I the last time I went to Mexico, we went to no no. When we were in Belize, we got a tour of the city. Mm-hmm. And in Belize and in South America and a lot of the countries, they build a house, a room at a time, as they can afford it. Yep. Um, and we, we drove past, and there were several houses that were one room for six people. And, you know, we was talking about my furnace going bad earlier. And yep. we had to shut off the house, most of the house, and just have like three rooms that we can heat because it was so cold this weekend. And that probably seemed like a big inconvenience. It was. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I was sitting there thinking that same day and I'm like, this is stupid. How fortunate am I? Eight and a half gas logs that are keeping these three rooms warm. I still have running clean water. Um, like you say, you just, you, you have to be able to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yep. Um, and if you can't afford money, you know, we talked about what the billionaires are doing. Um, time is just as important oh, as money. Absolutely. 
Um, and in many cases, will mean more. Yeah, for them to see that you care enough to to give your time. Now, one of the things, and I haven't brought this up to you. We'll talk about. Remind me to talk about something off the air that okay. I want to do for next year for sure. Sure. Um, and it, it requires some of that time, and it requires us coming out of our comfort box a little bit. But um, needless to say, it could help. A, it could help the the a day for a lot of older folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, did you know? And I just I want to bring this story up because it happened. I want to say five years ago, six years ago now. Um. Of course, we live in Lawrenceburg, uh, Kentucky, and all the wild turkey bourbon that you ever drink is brewed and housed and shipped from right here. Right here. Um, and wild turkey for, I think, the last 10 years has been in correspondence. Uh, they've had Matthew McConaughey as a, uh, a sponsor, sp- spokesperson, sponsor. Well, about five or six years ago, um, it just so happened I was sick one day, and I was home. Um, and week or two before Thanksgiving, week or two before Thanksgiving, uh, I get a knock on the door. I go to the door, and it's this lady, and she goes, "Hey, you answered the door. Have a turkey." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, weird, right?" And then I look outside, and there's all these ladies and gentlemen with these little red wagons behind, just loaded with turkeys and they were going through every street in every house here in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. And they, if you answer the door, you got a free Turkey. They didn't ask you how much money you made. They didn't ask you. Nope. Just here. Have you, here you go. Um, Matthew McConaughey was here. He wasn't in my house. He was a couple of streets over from what I understand, but he was doing the same. He was doing the exact same, just door to door, door to door. And, you know, they did it as a promotion while Turkey, Turkey, Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we're in the community. We just wanted to help. Thanks, you know. And what a, what an impact. And that still sticks with me. And it'll probably stick with me until I die. What an yeah. impact that makes. Because so many things that are given away are given away based on need. So there's all this paperwork. There's all this, oh, you got to do this to get that. Not this. They literally, I, I can't imagine their bill that they paid because that was butterball turkeys. It wasn't cheap, yep. you know, Kroger brand turkeys. You know, they just, if you answer the door, you got a turkey. Yep. <laughs> um, and that's one of the things that always sticks with me. And I'm not even a bourbon drinker. I, and the fact that Matthew McConaughey was out door to door up and pass them out. Yeah. wasn't Didn't have a big camera crew behind him. The few pictures you saw of him doing it. Were people taking selfies with them? Yeah, you know, it wasn't about the the. To, in my opinion, that may have been, but in my opinion, it wasn't about the. Uh, oh, look what I'm doing! See, here's the thing I hate, and you see it all the time on videos on Facebook and on TikTok. You see these people going up to homeless folk and giving them money or giving them food or giving them whatever, but they got the video camera and they're showing everybody how great they are. Or they have a press conference beforehand to announce to the world what they're doing and how good and great they are. Right. If you you really genuinely care about those people, you don't have to announce it to the world. And you're absolutely (laughs) right. As far as I know, if there was any pre-announcement of any of this, I never heard of work. It wasn't. In fact, in the paper the week following, they, they were that was flabbergasted with yep. the headline because they had done such a they great They just went out and rented a bunch of trucks and loaded up 
few thousand God, turkeys. Do that many turkeys and, and started delivering them. Yeah, and if you like, if you lived in Anderson County and you answered your door, you got a turkey. Yeah. So I thought that was, and the rest that they didn't give away, they went up to open hands and they yep. gave they give them away from there. So I just thought it was amazing. Very nice. Anywho, sorry, I don't know what made me think of that, but we was talking about doing better, doing good. Here's one that I like. You mentioned it earlier. Venture out of your comfort zone. Try something new. For so many of us, we get into a comfort zone, and it pretty much encompasses all areas of our life, and we pretty much stay there. Every once in a while, get out. I'm not saying stay out of it. There's a lot of good things about a comfort zone. But you don't have to live 100% of your life there. No. You can go skydiving. You, you can go budget jumping. You, you can go up to a stranger and, and start a conversation. You know, something that small. And you, you're very extroverted. You probably do that far more than most people. But something that small, that little, talking to strangers. Giving someone a compliment. Being kind. Being kind. Yeah. Just saying, hey, how's your day at the cashier? It can Who's mean a lot to someone. Obviously frustrated because they're the only one there. <laughs> Just taking their time saying, it's okay. I'm, I'm here now. You can take a breath. Yep. These people behind me can wait. I'm a big boy. I've said that before. Yep. <laughs> and they usually giggle at me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> sure. I was like, what are they going to do? Tell me to move? <laughs> Oh, they're glad someone cares enough to attempt to say or do something to make them feel better. Hey, speaking of getting out of your comfort zone, for the world record and for everyone to know, I tried shrimp today. Yes, you did. <laughs> Man has never been a seafood fan. I asked him once. He came up to visit when I lived in Virginia. <laughs> My daughter worked at this all-you-can-eat seafood buffet place. They were known for their crab legs, but they had everything, shrimp. Crab, it just you name it. And before we went out to eat, I asked uh, Steve, and uh, he brought a friend with it, Dave. It was you and Dave that came. Yeah. I said, "You guys like seafood?" Steve's like, "Uh, yeah." No, I said, "I don't know, but I'm willing to try." That's what I okay, said. Fine, close Pleasant. enough, close enough to yeah. Turn, come to find out what I like seafood means. He's since. Defined it for me. It means that he will go to Long John Silver's about once every year or two and get, uh, what? What is it you get there? Oh, I get their fish. Okay, he'll get fish once or every year or two. I, I'm eating healthy that day. But he did, when he was there, I forget what you ate. You ate tons of french fries. Listen, I this this meal costs 50 some dollars a person, okay? Maybe more than that. I'm, I was thinking it was like $58 Some a person. Right. And I felt so bad because I tried the crab legs, fresh crab legs. Like Dave and Jerry were tearing them up like it, they weren't going to last till tomorrow. Oh, I love crab legs. And I was like, oh, my gosh, $58. What they also had that was never ending or unlimited was fried mozzarella sticks. Yep. I did my absolute best to eat $58 worth of fried mozzarella sticks. Everything was unlimited. Everything. Shrimp. <laughs> Crab legs. Uh, yeah, but I found out that day for the first time ever, Steve really wasn't a seafood fan. It's tonight, the texture. Tonight, uh, I'd gotten combo fajitas, which is steak, chicken, uh, shrimp and chorizo. Shrimp and chorizo. 
and he would eat all three, but he picked out the shrimp. And I asked him when we were eating, have you ever really seriously tried it? Steve has this thing where he he says he will try anything. <laughs> I've seen him on numerous times. He will have something on a fork or spoon, be putting it to his mouth. Before he gets to his mouth, he begins to scrunch his face up into some disgusting looking, I hate this look, before it even gets to his mouth. Tonight, without, that, that was all I said. Five minutes later, I'm sitting here talking, and he picks up a shrimp and tries it. So, hey, I was proud that you tried it. Yeah, see there? Ha! I do what I can. Do what I can. Coming out of your comfort zone. But it really is true. And yeah. I don't care if you're talking about skydiving or if you're talking about trying a new food. What's the worst that's going to happen? Take a bite and you say, okay, fine, I don't like that. Well, in your previous example, uh, your shoot not work. <laughs> that's the worst that can happen. Did you know they found out that you actually don't need a parachute when you go skydiving? Really? Yes. Is that right? If you want to go skydiving again, you do need one. What guy didn't do it? Hey, yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> Don't blame me. I walked right into that. I'll have to go back and cross that. Holy busted. <laughs> so, Mr. I don't do. Uh, um, New Year's resolutions. I do. Okay. Not seriously. So what are your not-so-serious resolutions? Well, the first one that I mentioned to you is serious. It's so easy. Let the people that you love and care about know that you care about them. Yeah. It's just there's no sense. My father changed. My father was an old-fashioned, hard-nosed country person. He was born and raised uh, that way, and that's just the way he was. I don't remember my father ever telling me that he loved me until I was probably 30, 35 years old. He, he just wasn't the type that wasn't. Did he love us? Absolutely. Was he, he was one of the greatest fathers I've ever known or heard of in my life, but he wasn't big into saying it. But not long after I had my daughter, I decided that that was one of the things that I was going to change. Love my parents, modeled so much of my behavior after them. But that was one thing that I decided, if anything, my daughter was going to hear it too much, if that's possible, and began saying it to her all the time, still do. But I also began saying it to mom and dad. And somewhere along the line, I think it was probably after dad's stroke, uh, he began saying it back. But those words mean a lot. Yes, it's more important probably that you show them through actions, but just saying the words means a lot to tell someone I care about you, a friend of mine. I love you. And uh, I was glad that, that Dad Aww. changed and began saying those things. Hey, you know I tolerate you. Yeah, <laughs> I do care about you, but You're one of the oldest friends I've got. Known you since you were a 16-year-old kid. You're 47 years old. So I'm 31. 31 years. Yeah, okay. I mean, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, that makes you younger too. Apparently, you uh, you've decided to switch to this Common Core math, huh? No, man, don't even get me started on Common Core math and their angry numbers. Apparently, you're one of these people that said, "You know what? The math we got's working fine. It's not like I'm out here getting the wrong change from people, but I need to change to to something new. (laughs) I need to make these numbers angry." So I need to make these numbers take longer. Yeah. 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 No, I am not that person. 
well, how, how else do you get to? You ain't the 29 where we've been friends for 31 years. Oh, uh, well, because uh, you knew me prior to birth. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently I knew your mother and father far too well. No, I hope not. That's weird. Well, you're the one that I knew you before birth. So what's what's another? What's I'll tell them one of mine now. Uh, and one of mine is simply I want to host um, some more get-togethers with my family, both sides of my family. My family's been split for a lot of years, my mother's side, my dad's side. Uh, just one of those many families that, you know, those two sides don't really blend, and that's okay. But I definitely want to be able to – uh, you know, my dad's side of the family has done this really well for the last several years. We try to get together a couple times a year and just have a cookout. And where my dad lives, he lives back on this farm, plenty of room, do a bonfire, go shooting, throw darts, whatever you want to do. <laughs> it, it, it pretty much can go on out there. Um, uh, my mom's side of the family, not so much. There's so much infighting and bitterness, and I just I wish all that could just go away. <laughs> exact opposite with my family same exact deal but mom's m my mother was one of 12 kids <clears throat> and they were all very close their entire life they would fuss fight and argue with each other like crazy but no one else including their children had better not say anything about right. one of mom's brothers yeah. and sisters that's the way they were uh they were brothers and sisters and they fought like brothers and sisters and no one else was allowed to say anything about any of them they were extremely close they get together all the time um several of them have passed away now they still get together even exes of you know if <clears throat> mom had a couple of sisters that have passed away and their husbands have remarried they still come with their new spouse yeah um <clears throat> they've always been very close my father's side, unfortunately, was never that way. Part of it was because three of them moved away. Um, but there were some other problems as well. And they yeah. just didn't get together as much. That's, that's sad. They probably didn't care way. to. That's the way they are sometimes. I get the impression <clears throat> that they just get together if they yeah. have to. Still sad no matter what yeah. the reason or lack of. It's yeah. sad. No, you're right. That way. We, we seriously only go around one time. I've got one. And I intend oh, to, yes. Before you say it. Sure. We're missing something, Jerry. What are we missing? We're missing your new segment on the show. We're getting there. Well, we're about to wrap up. Okay. We're over now. Well, let me do this one. Uh, believe it or not, one of my New Year's resolutions is to spend less time on social media. <laughs> okay. And I'm barely there now, as it is. My daughter literally has to tell me that she posted something about uh, a picture of me and my grandson, and uh, I'll go look at it. I, I really think that way too much time is spent on social media. Uh, I don't have many good things to say about social media. I just don't. Huge waste of time. There could be some good things about it. When I think about Facebook, there's so much crap that is said. When I think about Twitter, I think your definition was so apt, such a cesspool oh, gosh. of people, information. The only reason I have Twitter is because that's the only way, the only social media my daughter has. <laughs> if it weren't for that, I'd be out. Yeah, I'm not a... Uh... And same for Instagram. My son sends me all kinds of stuff through Instagram. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have Instagram. I do enjoy Facebook some. Uh 
I, I made the mistake of figuring out or, or for allowing too many people on my feed. And I have almost 4,000 friends, air quotes, folks, on Facebook now. Um, and I don't know half those people. Uh, you know, I, the ones I do know, I do try to reach out to. I do try to talk to occasionally and say, hey, how you doing? Or keep up with them. But uh, which in its, in, in its simplest form, Facebook's excellent for that. Used to love Facebook, but as as it grows and you allow all these other people, you get to all this other drama that goes along. That I shouldn't have let this come into play as much as I did. But a few years ago, there was a big scandal about Facebook when it turned out that they had sold private messages of all their users to companies who was willing to pay for that information. Oh wow! Now they didn't have your name; they didn't include your name, but every private message you sent was given to companies. Mm. That was the day when I said no to Facebook and walked away. <laughs> Sorry, you're about to lose it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so, but it's not age appropriate. Okay. <laughs> like that stops me? <laughs> True, but there is a difference between us, Jerry. I'm pretty, you know. Okay. You know. You think you are. Haven't updated those eyeglasses in a few years. i tell you one that I don't have that you do have. TikTok. TikTok. I, I just assume not be tracked by the, the uh, Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being tracked by the Chinese. I'm sure there's possibilities, but the way that I do it, uh, they have. Uh, I didn't even sign up for an account. That mm. uh, they know my IP address. Anything anywhere you go online is going to have a record of your IP address, and that's all they have of me. Now, if you were going to post videos, you'd have to sign up for an account and. Blah, blah, blah. I have to give them some information. So I'm sure there's some risk there, especially if you're in the military. If you're in the military, yeah. the IP address itself, they can use that to figure out where you're at. To, generally speaking, track you to a geographical location. Um, so that it with it. But you know what? That's true for Facebook. That's true for Twitter. That's true for every one of them. Not just TikTok. Do you know, Jerry? <coughs> yes. Because I hate. I do. Oh, okay. Whenever Tell I'm... me about the other thing. Oh. But, but not the thing you just mentioned, because yes, I know that. Oh, okay. Well, the other thing is okay. that our show, Newsworthy, two words, two question marks, is on Facebook. We have our own Facebook page. I did not know that. We do. Very nice. Our, our, we are on Instagram <laughs> because of Facebook, because Facebook owns Instagram. Right. We are on YouTube. And we have our own channel. You're welcome to go check it out. And very soon, we're going to have video every week of our show. Woo! And I'm sitting here saying I'm going to use social media less. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know we I were think on we've these. been growing all this time. Because, you know. It's a great way to get the message out. It really is. And that's it what is. we use it for, for the most part. It anyway, is. I didn't mean to <clears throat> cut you off. Well, if you're wondering, that's the new intro <clears throat> for our new Emu News of the Week. Because everybody needs Emu News Absolutely. every week. Everyone. Authorities used a pair to entice and capture an escaped Emu. An Emu that was spotted roaming the streets of Haverhill, Massachusetts, is about 35 miles north of Boston was corralled by authorities. Authorities say the bird was captured safely after it was given a pair 
from a nearby tree. Where else are you going to hear news like that other than right here? A pear. A pear. So... Didn't say it was Bosch. Probably Bosch. Bosch, Bosch pears are good. Was it, was it a single or was it a pear? Was um, it a fat yeah. emu? Did it need an actual pair of pears? Most emus are quite fat. <laughs> Do you know most emus are six feet tall? Yeah. Like over 100 pounds? That's crazy. Big ass birds. Yeah, indeed. Were you beautiful birds? I don't know if I'd call them beautiful. You don't think so? No. That big dark blue plumage? I think it's pretty awesome. That's not emus. Oh, <laughs> they don't have plumage. <laughs> what bird am I thinking about? How much did you drink before you got in, dude? <laughs> I've only had two beers. You think of a peacock? No, not a peacock. They a have a bird plumage. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, no, no. Maybe I'm wrong. And look up a. I will a look emu. up. Emu. You you do an emu new segment. You don't even know what the bird looks like. I know exactly what it looks like. They're ugly as crap. <laughs> oh jeez. I know exactly what they look like. So so what's your other your other uh, resolution? Um, that's the only ones that I've got that I know that I'm going to do. Gotcha. I've got some more on my list. Oh. I got some that I think is good. Here's the one that I think is very good. To talk less and listen more. Oh, that's going to be really hard for me. Probably both of us. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's a reason we do a podcast, after all. But that can also be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. When you think, if nothing else, the appearance. Because the impression it gives some people is that we think that what we have to say is far more important and therefore needs to be, we need to be given more airtime. So... Do you know how much you learn when you're talking? Nothing. Nothing. Your learning will happen when you begin to listen. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're listening to someone smart, like Newsworthy. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, shameless plug there. Are you laughing? I'm trying to remember an old saying that... It'll come to me in a second. I've got most of it. I've told it to you before. Ah, please stop trying to think. You're smoking up the room. Goodness gracious. Sorry. So my last New Year's resolution this year is I have big plans, big changes coming two, three years from now. Okay. Um, next year even. My biggest New Year's resolution this coming year, I have two. I'm going to get mom on a cruise ship. Very nice. You've told me that. She'll yeah. love that. Um, something that she's not going to be able to do unless I do it. And probably uh, we're going to just do our absolute best to make it an amazing trip. And the second thing is um, I want to be debt-free by the end of the year, minus the house. Um, that's going to be a little more tough. Um, but that sets me up to be able to do the things that I want to do when the time's right to do them. Yep. So, pretty stoked. I know it's not exciting and wonderful, and well, that sure involved me losing a lot of weight. And listen, I'm not going to eat a lot, <laughs> but uh, that is my big one this year. And next year, we'll get together, and we'll see how close I am. There you go. <laughs> I remembered it. 
What? It stemmed from the talk more, talk less, listen more. Oh. A guy asked my father once. My father was a minister. He asked my father, did he believe it was more important to pray or to read the Bible? And first, Dad gave a disclaimer. He said, you're not going to have much of a Christian life if you don't do both. Uh, he said, but that's not what you ask. You ask, is it more important that you pray or read your Bible? He said, keep in mind, when you pray, you're talking to God. When you read the Bible, God's talking to you. Right. He said, now in this relationship, who do you think should be doing most of the talk <laughs> and who should be doing most of the listening? That makes sense. We need to keep that is extremely true. We need to keep the same thing in mind, even you and I, when we're talking to other people. Okay. I want to know, I want everyone to know that I stand corrected. Emus are big, brown, ugly birds. They're very ugly. I didn't know what you meant. I was beautiful. thinking their blue, beautiful counterpart is called a kasarwai. I have never heard of this bird. See, blue, dark blue plumage. See the difference? Well, that's not really plumage. It's when the tail fans out. No, no, it doesn't have to be. They're feathers. That's just considered. feathers. Okay. okay. But start blue. It's beautiful. Freaking emu is pretty ugly. Yeah. It's kind of, this picture actually resembles a lot of you and me. Beautiful on one side. <laughs> yes, and ugly am. and brown on the other yes, side. <laughs> well. Yeah. Another good show in the books. When I see you the next time. Because I'm leaving pretty much tomorrow or the next day. I won't even see you till next year. Yep. It will be next year. That's pretty amazing. Be safe. You guys will be doing a lot of driving. Yeah. To a double and to Mochi uh, and Raccoon, who didn't join us today, probably because I didn't call him. That's my fault. i reach out. Uh, I'm going to reach out. Uh, you guys have an amazing and happy new year. Uh, be safe. Enjoy your families. Absolutely. And the uh, same to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, be safe for the love of God. If you go out somewhere and drink, call Uber, call a taxi, call your mom, get her out of bed and have her come pick you up. Do not drink and drive. Please. We want to see everybody back here next year. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and if you can't see the light, be the light. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you.